Tommy Tony. Welcome to the Tony and Tommy Podcast. It's your man, Tommy. And I've got a special guest for you today. It's not Tony. Psych it is Tony. How you doing, Tony? Hey, I'm good, Tommy. Thanks for introducing me as a fake special guest. Everyone knows I'm Tommy and Tony on the podcast every time. Yeah, that's true, Tony. I mean, you are Tony every single time on Tommy and Tony Podcast, and I'm Tommy every single time on Tony and Tony Podcast. Well, our Tommers and Toners out there, make sure you give us a nice follow on the Instagram. On at T-O-N-T-O-M-M-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I think, I think th- you forgot a Y there, Tommy. I mean, you took a spelling bee in first grade and you can't spell your own podcast name? What are you doing? I mean, man, I, I'm sorry. Sometimes I forget how to spell Tony, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's my name. You better not forget how to say Tony. I'll beat your ass, man. <laughs> and also, you can get us on the, the Gmail. It's very important for topics that you want to shoot at us. Or if you want to shoot the shit. If you want to have email conversation. If you want to talk business inquiry. If you want to shoot a sponsorship our way, like many have, everyone's doing it these days. $2 million. Every sponsorship. It's at TonyTommyPod at email.com. That's T-O-N-Y. T-O-M-M-Y. P-O-D. At email. E-M-A-I-L dot com. Well, that's true, Tony. That is our email. Make sure you send us lots of mail in the email. All right, Tony, I'll tell you what. One of my favorite activities in the whole entire world is the people watch. Because some of these motherfuckers around on the planets, they's the weirdest ever. Tony and Tommy, the most normal ever. So we gotta watch the weird fuckers to see what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when God created man first, he created Tommy and Tony. And then he created Adam and Eve. Everyone knows that. Yeah, it's very, they're very obvious. I mean, Tony, Tommy come before Adam Eve. They come before everybody. They come before all the creatures. They come before the sun. They're the oldest people in the whole entire world. Yeah, I mean, people watching is, is a good pastime. I go to the mall. I watch people. I watch all the freaks and the geeks and the pops and the jocks. You can watch whoever you want at these places. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Tony. Going to the mall and people watching is one of the craziest thing ever. You got the freaks in the food court to sit there all day. You got the freaks who go to the underwear store and shop the underwear in front of a bunch of different people. You got the freaks who go and look at the J's for 40 hours, even now, though I'm me. one of those freaks. And also you got the guys who are who are going to get the girlfriend a present in Victoria's Secret. And the super embarrassed and have no idea what they're doing. I mean, I've had to do that countless times. What the fuck am I supposed to do in Victoria's Secret? I don't know what the hell the difference is between this and that. What are we doing? Girls, quit making the boys go shop at Victoria's Secret. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, come on, girls. Get it together. Another fun place to people watch people is at a state fair. I mean, the weirdest motherfuckers go to the state fair. But you ain't a weird motherfucker because you're Tony and Tommy. I seen people of every shape and every dimension at the state fair. I seen people with three heads, the three-headed monsters. I seen people with ten arms. It's like goddamn Doc Ock and Spider-Man. Who the fuck are these people? And how do they even exist? They're always at the state fair, though. And they're always causing trouble. What are you do? Like, what are you doing? Just be a normal person. Yeah, they, they got fucking grease and fucking stains all over their shirt. It's crazy. They, they don't even know what to do with the food. They spill all over the chest. They, 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 they can't even eat anything. And then you got the multiple types of clicks beefing. You got the freaks over there. You got the geeks over here. You got the greasers with Tony Boy and Curtis over there? And you got the pops and the jocks on the left side. What are they all doing? 
and then they start a fight with each other. It's the craziest shit ever, and I'm me and Thami are just there watching. Yeah, people watching's amazing. Another good place to people watch the Indy 500. Tony and I, that's our favorite race all time. Look at the people. You can people watch all day. You got the fatties. You got the hicks. You got the redneck. You have the people who are just there to watch the people, like Tony and Tommy. You got the the middle schoolers who are trying to sneak in the snake pit because they yeah, see Tommy, the older Tommy, brothers and sisters Tommy, doing Tommy. it. Yeah, yeah, Tommy, Tony. I'll tell you a Tommy, Tony fact. It's very true. You pin up two people next to each other. You pin up a, a folk from the Indy 500 next to Larry the Lobster from Spongebob. Who's got the redder neck? The the guy at the Indy 500 every time. That's every the time. biggest rednecks of the country. They all band together and come to the Indy 500. Bunch of rednecks. I mean, what are you doing? Fed red, redneck in country. Yeah, I mean, we got so many rednecks. I mean, we're not talking shit about you. Because shit, I know you're crazy. You'll beat the shit out of us. Or at least try. Because you can't beat us up. Yeah, I mean, Tony and never get beat up. Yeah, we love the rednecks. But also, basically any sporting event. You see a bunch of weirdos. You got the everyone wearing the jerseys with their own name on the back. The weird Fucking as hell. Freaks. Who buys a jersey and puts your name on the and back? You gotta pay extra to put your name on the yeah, back. Yeah, you gotta put your extra name on it. It's a, 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 a absurdity, abomination. I mean, also at the sports, you go you go to the little league sporting events. You get to see fans fight each other over who child the best. I mean, I'll tell you what. When I'm a father. That's definitely one thing I'll do. I'll beat my fucking other parent's ass. Yeah, I mean, if I don't go to jail at some point for defending my son's honor against another parent on an opposing team, then I ain't been a good father. That's a fact, Tony. And that'll bring us to our first segment on the eighth episode of the Tony Time Pod. And what we got next? We got the Tony and Tommy Top 10. Today, we're going to talk about Tony and Tommy's Top 10 Weapons. There's so much variety in here. The weaponry is ridiculous. We got some honorable mentions for you. Let's start them off, Tommy. Alright. First up on the honorable mention list, we've got the katana, aka the samurai sword. One of the craziest swords of all time. Probably the best sword of all time. I mean, it's stories of wide schools because it's samurai carry. If it was just a regular sword, there's no way it'd even make the honorable mention list. Ah, they say it's so sharp, if you look at it, it slices your head off. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, next up, we've got the crossbow. The crossbow is crazy. I mean, it's like a bow and arrow, except the machine doesn't work for you. Yeah, you got Chewbacca's weapon of choice, the crossbow. You can shoot anything with it. It's got good range. It's got good accuracy. It's got good power. Yeah, I mean, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you know, you know I'm in Tyrion. He loves the crossbow. Wink, wink, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> Next up, we got the nunchucks. The nunchucks, very versatile weapon. I always see the ninjas using them and stuff, and I never know what the fuck they're doing. How do you even use them? You just go crazy with your hands and try to instill fear in your opponent? Yeah, I mean, one of the coolest, one of the coolest weapons of all time. I mean, if you look at some of the funniest movies in history, they got scenes of the nunchucks. And they're going crazy with the nunchuck because they don't know what they're doing and they end up hitting themselves in the nuts. Because they're, they should be renamed nunchuck. the nutchuck. Ah. <laughs> Alright, ah. now let's get into the top 10. Number 10. We got booby traps. Booby traps, you got many choices. You got the classic giant ball that chases you after you take the stolen object. Yeah, I like mean... Like in uh, they, Lost the Lost Ark. Yeah, the, the Jones of Indiana. I mean... 
you look at it, you take the thing, the valuable thing, and then the big rock starts to chase you. How scary is that? Another booby trap you could go through is the trap door. You'll just be standing there at someone's house. You're trying to get their attention. You ring the doorbell. Little did you know, the door, the doorbell was the, the, the trap door. And then now you're, you're hanging down in the basement in the dungeon with all the skeleton. Yeah, I mean, Dr. Evil uses a trap door many times. So many times. An another booby trap, you got the spike walls. You take the stolen object, and two spiked walls come right at you and smash you. Yeah, and you die instantly. Yeah, it's a great trap. It's a great trap. Another booby trap you can go with is you step on the wrong tile, and then the darts, they come and hit you in the face. Of course. It's a, it's a classic one. Number nine. We got the machete. The machete, it's a small sword mixed with knife. You use it to hit bushels to make your way through the, the jungle. The machete, it's a great weapon. No one wants to fight against you when you have a machete. They know you're crazy as shit. Yeah, I mean, the, the machete, compared to the most of the other weapons we have here, it doesn't do shit damage to other people. But the thing it does do, it scares the shit out of your opponent. You get the fear factor in that motherfucker. At number eight, we got the weapon of choice of Poseidon. We got the trident. I mean, the trident's pretty tight. If you look at it, it's kind of like a spear, except it's got three spears at the end instead of one. I mean, you can trident people instead of spear people. I mean, the spear didn't even make our top ten list or honorable mention. That's because the trident is three times the spear. Yeah, and the trident in the movie Anchorman, I think Brick killed a guy with the trident. Oh yeah, Brick did kill a guy with the trident. I mean, the trident's it's pretty it's pretty fucking crazy. I mean, next up on our list on the top ten weapons, we've got. The catapult with the flaming balls. Ah, it's textbook. In any uh, any ancient war movie, you got the catapult that shoots the flaming balls. The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, it's usually when you're storming a Bastille or a wall or something or a fortress. You got to shoot the catapult with the flaming balls. It's the best. Yeah, I mean, and it looks so cool, especially at night. When you have the war scene at night and you got the flaming balls flying through the sky. How crazy is that? Everyone knows the, the war rule number two. You can't use the flaming balls when it's not nighttime. Yeah. You can only throw the regular catapult with the regular balls. And, it's, and, and if you don't use the flaming, then it's 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 ten times less effective. You gotta use the flaming because it's ten times more effective. Yeah, you got that right, Tommy. And number six, we got the flail. It's the, the old ball and chain with the spikes on it. This thing, it's like nunchucks, but it has, a, has spikes on it. I mean, you hit people with it, their shit's just dead instantly. I mean, it's one of the craziest inventions all time. It must be very hard to use. I mean, I'm an expert with it, but for the average folk out there, it's got to be very tough to use. You don't even know what you're doing. You might hit yourself in the head. You might hit yourself in the nuts. You might hit someone you don't mean to hit. Yeah, I mean, the average time to master this weapon? 10.10 years. Yeah, Tony and Tommy, we mastered this weapon in 2.1 seconds. Yeah, very easy. Nothing, nothing for Tommy and Tony. And number five, we got the hounds. Many might say this isn't a weapon, but I disagree. Whenever you're in, in despair or in trouble, and you got men coming after you, you just yell, release the hounds. And then Tony five hounds come out of nowhere and attack them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the best, it's one of the best weapon all time. I mean, you can have it in your back pocket. You'll just be sitting there, you'll see burglars out in your front yard, and you go, release a hound. You don't even own any dog before, yeah, you and they just show up. You don't even know you have hounds, and then you just say, release the hounds, and 
25 million of them come out of nowhere. And, and they they're very loyal. And they kill, the, they kill them very easily. Yeah, I mean, it's a great back pocket trick. Yeah, great back pocket. Um, next up, we've got number four. This one's one of the craziest. You're going through the jungle, the Amazon forest, wherever you are, where the crazy people are. Next thing you know, you're waking up and you're being dissected because you got hit by the poison blow dart. Ah, Tommy, the poison blow dart. It's one of the most textbook weaponry of all time. I'd say number four. I mean, one thing about it, though. If you want to use it, you have to have face paint on. That's the only way you can use it. If you don't have any face paint, the dart doesn't shoot out of the blow thing. Yeah, with face paint on, 100% accuracy. Without face paint on, 0% accuracy. You actually suck it in your throat and poison yourself. Yeah, exactly, precisely. And now number three. We got the brass knuckles. Oh. If anyone sees you coming after them, you can't have the brass knuckles on right away. You gotta make sure you put them on as your opponent is looking you in the eye. Because then, they know you're crazy, and you're gonna beat the shit out of them. You put on the brass knuckles, and you clank your, your hands together, that's a recipe for success. I mean, you've always gotta keep a pair of, or ten of brass knuckles in your pocket at all times, just in case, you know? You, you might need the brass knuckles right now, you might need the brass knuckles tomorrow. You don't know when you need the brass knuckles, but they're important when the fight. I mean, brass knuckles, very good for hand-to-hand -hand combat. And now number two, another thing good for hand-to-hand -hand combat, the ninja star. This thing is very versatile. You can do one thing with it. You throw it at the person. I mean, it's, 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 it's very versatile. I mean, you can throw at the person. You can also throw it at the person, and uh, you can throw it at the person. I and mean, then, it's crazy. And then once you get him, you throw it at the other person. Yeah, I mean, you can throw it at multiple people. You can throw multiple stars at, at one person. You can do so many different things. Very versatile weapon. Also, if you look at the South of Park, you, you see the one episode where they play with the weapons, and they throw the ninja star in Butter's eye, and then they treat him like a dog. How funny was that, Tony? That was one of the best episodes I had ever seen, I ever saw, I ever would see. Until this day. I'll tell you, Tommy, we got number one. Oh, number one's crazy. It's it going to be controversial. Be, it might not be what you think. This may not seem like a weapon at first. But, oh, it is. At number one, we got Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. He's a booby trap specialist. Yeah, I mean, we've got the booby traps as one of the weapons at number ten. But imagine, you're the best booby trapper of all time. And that's Kevin McAllister. I mean, last week, we hired Kevin McAllister to save the world. And you know what he did? He booby-trapped the fuck out of it. Yeah, he booby-trapped the entire world. Kevin McAllister, he's never missed a trap. Anytime you have problems, you call up Kevin, have him on your payroll, he'll get a booby-trap going for you in no time. He'll throw the Legos on the ground so your opponent steps on him, and then his foot hurts for a really long time. Nothing harder than that. I know, one time, Kevin McAllister, he booby-trapped me. I was walking up the stairs. And next thing I know, the scooter went a full circle around and hit me in the shin. It was the worst pain I've ever felt in my whole life. Kevin McAllister classic. He did that to me with the can of paint before, too. Oh, no. That's, that's, uh, that's too much, man. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. He'll even throw the tarantula at you. Yeah, some people might say that Kevin McAllister, he's a human and not a weapon. But I'll tell you what. You're wrong. He's a weapon. He's a weapon that Tony and Tommy use every day to defeat their enemies. Not that we need any help to defeat our enemies or anything. Uh, I mean, Tommy, you're spot on with that. 
And we'll that'll do it for the top 10, huh? Yeah, it's a great top 10. Top 10 weapons for Tony and Tommy. I mean, if you got any questions about why we, we made this list, or if you disagree with us, you know, get at us. At the Twitter, or at the Instagram. Or maybe you can send us a email. But please get that to us either way. And now we got a fan favorite segment. Tony and Tommy, take it to class. What are we talking about today, Tommy? I mean, when we take it to class, we teach you the best things ever. And today on Tony and Tommy, take it to class, we're going to teach you the proper way to bargain. How to get the best value out of your dollar. How to bargain with the vendors. The first tip on how to bargain? You got to lowball the fuck out of them. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to sell you a Gucci belt for $200? Say fuck that, I'll give you $1, bitch. You literally walk up to the vendor and ask how much. They say 10.5,000. You say $10. And then they get pissed off and then you start the you start the process. That's how you do it. That's how you start every single every single bargaining one. Cuz when you come with a very low ball, they know you mean business and they get very confused. Yeah, they're like, $1? This is a joke, man. Next up, tire out your opponent. Tire out the vendor. You tell them, I'll stand here all day bargaining prices until you give in. Until you give in. I'll stay here until your shop closes and be here the next day. They'll get so annoyed. They'll, they'll, have, they'll have to give you the, 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 the product at your price. I mean, that's the only option for them. You gotta stand there all fucking day if you want the, if you want the product. I mean, they'll give in eventually before you do. If, you, if you're anything like Tony and Tommy, you'll never give in. You gotta be relentless. I mean, when you're going in and you're preparing the bargain, you gotta be ready and willing to give up your job, give up your family, because you could be there for months before you get the product. But you'll get the product if you're relentless. I'll tell you what. One time, Tony and I, we were in Italy, and we were professional bargainers. I mean, we always are professional bargainers, but this time... We pretty much robbed the whole place. The vendor paid us $100 to take his product. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy, man. What's next? Next up, you gotta work with the vendor's competition to trick them. Usually when you're in a place where the bargaining goes on, there's fellow vendors around with very similar items. So what you gotta do is you gotta come up with a plan with the competition and trick them into, tell into telling the other person you're gonna sell for a low price. So they gotta sell to you for an even lower price to get your, to get your money. Here's an example. I go up to one vendor and he's not willing to sell me his product for $10. So I go up to his competitor next door and I tell him I'll slip him a $2 prize if he fake tells me that he's selling it to me for $3. And then I only spend $5 and get the product. You know what I mean? It works every time. Every single time. I mean, and when, and when, you're, and when you're faking the thing, you gotta make sure you look at the original vendor the whole entire time so that they know what you're mean business. Exactly. Never blink. If you blink, you're showing weakness. Tommy Tony never blink. Never ever. blink once. Next trick, you gotta give him an ultimatum. This one's very important. If they're very stingy and not giving up the product and you've been there a long time, you give him the ultimatum. I'll kidnap your family. You gotta be prepared going in to see a vendor. Tony and Tommy always prepared. For example, you gotta know the vendor before you get to him. You gotta do your research. Know who and what he loves. Know his prized possessions. And then you can go in with the ultimatum that works every time. He has a, a favorite dog? You can kidnap it. He has a favorite boat? You can steal it. I mean, you just gotta scout them out for weeks beforehand. 
man, stop throwing in Tommy Way. You gotta get your intel. The intel is the most important part of being a vendor bargainer. The intel is crazy. Yeah, intel is very important. Intel. Next up, you gotta lie to them and tell them everything that they're telling you is a complete lie. This is very important. I mean, I think it's a good idea if we if we show them how to do this one. Donnie, what do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do All an right. Example. I'll be the vendor. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be the bargainer. All right, I'll be Tony the bargainer. Hey, vendor, how much for this belt? Ah, uh, it's about $20 million, Tony. Ah, uh, $20 million, why is that? Ah, uh, because it's, it's African leather. African leather? It's the best leather around, in and down. African, that's not African leather. I, I took a shit the other morning, and that's what this belt's made out of. That's bullshit. That's not African leather, give it to me for $2. You're right, this isn't African leather. Here you go, Tony, $2. Works every time. Every single time. See, that was easy. The vendor is tricked into thinking his product is worth less than it actually is. Of course it was African leather. Yeah, I mean, how is the person who's never been at the, at the store before tell you? You're the vendor. But the bargainer wins every single time if they take the tips that Tony and Tony tell them and Tony and Tony take it to class. Next up, you got to be unnecessarily loud. Get them super embarrassed. Make a huge scene. You got to cause a huge scene in the middle of the vendor's area. Therefore, all the other buyers and all the other vendors will lose their minds and go crazy. This way, the vendor gets very embarrassed. And at that point, he just wants to get you out of there, so he'll he'll sell you it for the lowball you, you wanted. It works. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't believe how many, how many times people would get annoyed by Tony and Tommy and have to get us out of there by selling us their million dollar product for 25 cents. One way you can cause a scene, you go into the vendor and he's, he's being very stingy, not giving you his product for your price. And you just scream, Ah, this guy's touching me places I don't want to be touched. It works every time. Every and then time. Then he'll give it to you because you could try to sue him if not. Yeah, that brings us to our last tip. If they, if they won't budge, you gotta threaten to sue them. There's so many different things you can sue them about. Like what Tony just said, child molestation. Exactly. Another way, you tell them that you're gonna sue them for stealing your product. You tell the lawyers that it was your product at first, and they were trying to take it from you. Then they'll get- Turn the tables. Yeah, they'll turn the tables on them. You'll get the product for free, and they'll pay for your lawyer fees. Yeah, and then they'll go to jail too. It's a win-win-win for Tony and Tommy, of course. And that's how to bargain with Tony and Tommy. Tony and Tommy take it to class how to bargain. You're welcome. And that'll do it for today's Tony, Tommy, Tommy and Tony podcast episode. Make sure to follow us on the Instagram on at Tony Tommy Podcast or you can get at us on the Twitter make sure you get us on the Twitter to see the memes to see the funny laughs at Tony Tommy Pod or if you got any business inquiries or you got any questions for us any business strategies you need to hit us with go ahead and hit us on the email tell them what the email is Tony Tony Tommy Pod at email.com it's pretty easy and make sure not to hit us up on the TikTok. Because fuck the TikTok. We don't do that stuff. Yeah, fuck the TikTok. Make sure you leave us a five-star review. The best review ever. Make sure you tell your family. You tell your friend. You tell your foe. Tell everybody you know. That Tony Tommy podcast is a place to be. And that'll do it. We'll see you next time. <laughs>